open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm. And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Nayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Melanie Nayer. Hey everyone, it's Melanie, editor of Life Tips. Hope you all are having a great Wednesday. And today we have a really interesting show um, to talk to you about. It's all about the new craze of the internet, social networking. And joining us today uh, is Terry McDermott, director of marketing for It Links Corporation and LinkUp Network of Websites. Welcome, Terry. Hi, Melanie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. You have a, a quite the interesting um, setup going on. Tell, tell us a little bit about LinkUp. Well, the, we, uh, the, the parent company is called ItLinks Corporation, and mm-hmm. basically what we're doing under the auspices of ItLinks is setting up a network of uh, vertically-oriented websites with very much of a niche focus in professional and hobby and other special interest categories. And what we want to do is provide um, all of these various tools and functionalities that are so popular throughout the major social networks to more uh, um, groups with a very specific orientation and let them Mm -hmm. uh, interact and, and take advantage of those tools also. So we would, uh, we have uh, just launched our first website and we are, as I said, building that network and, you know, we hope that we uh, provide the opportunity for many different people with very varied interests to participate with others that are uh, interested in the same things they are. So tell me a little bit about the first website that you're launching. It's, It's a nursing social website, so it's for professionals. That's correct. We launched NurseLinkUp on uh, at nurselinkup.com on January 31st, and so we've been uh, operating for about six weeks. So we're we're this is really our laboratory here as <laughs> we're uh, kind of you know uh, launching on our platform and uh, identifying uh, any issues that might exist and then rectifying them and uh, also providing enhancements as we build uh, the platform to accommodate uh, more networks down the line and nurse link up is uh, you know it's kind of an interesting uh, category because it it is very unique there are a lot of nursing forums out there online but uh, not aware of of any uh, Nurse, search, nurse, nurse social networks, at least to the to the level that we've offered it, and uh, actually, Nurse Linkup was kind of a natural evolution uh, out of the, uh, the the origins of our company, which at one time was known as Medical Technologies and Innovations Incorporated, and it was. Uh, 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 basically an innovator in uh, various medical devices. And one of the uh, initiatives of the company a couple of years ago was to address a very serious nursing shortage here in the United States by developing a program of recruiting, training, and relocating nurses from other countries around the world that actually had a surplus of nurses mm-hmm. and bringing them over here to the United States where uh, a lot of the medical institutions desperately needed um, to be able to staff up with qualified nurses. And one of the resources that uh, we intended to provide to uh, our, our 
nurses that were relocating and also make available to nurses uh, throughout the country was a nursing community. Uh, we wanted nurses that had come to the United States um, to resettle here to be able to interact with others that were in the same situation that they were and uh, also to provide them resources on this website that would help them acclimate to a new country and new customs uh, a little more easily. And uh, also we were going to open the doors to uh, other nurses and, and really build a vibrant, interesting uh, community. Uh, as everyone is aware, there are a lot of issues with immigration right now, and certainly not to dovetail into that conversation. It, it, it kind of put the brakes on uh, some of the uh, things that we wanted to do, but we had made a lot of progress in developing the platform to support this community. And uh, Jeremy Feekins, our chairman and CEO, uh, came up with the idea of uh, expanding this very focused network uh, community to other uh, very focused uh, communities and allowing them to also take advantage of the, uh, the, the features, the functions, the ability to interact that we were providing or going to provide for nurses. And so now we just headed in the direction that we second. were headed originally, and that's why we ended up in the nursing community. So, but how did you choose nursing to start with? I mean, where was the foundation for that? Well, the nursing uh, actually evolved out of our desire um, to provide a community for the nurses that had relocated here. Um, so it was very much of a singular focus when we started. Here, here was a company that was in nurse recruiting, um, and now we're in the business of actually building uh, social networks. Uh, but nursing was uh, going to be, uh, Melanie, our, actually our only focus at that point. We were just going to build a community exclusively for nurses. So we just stayed right on that track, and, and we decided to keep going in the direction that we were and launch NurseLink up uh, right at the beginning of this year and uh, plan out a number of sites to follow on the footsteps of NurseLink up. Now, one of the things that we're talking about is how social networking groups sort of lev leverage your career, and this is a perfect example of, of how you can do that because you built this for nurses to come and talk about the things that are going on in their industry and also help them leverage their career a bit. That's but what correct. I'm wondering from you is tell me a little bit about the background and the consultancy and, and, and the types of people that you worked with to really build this foundation to make sure that it's relevant for these nurses. Well, what we wanted to do when we were developing this program was work with uh, uh, those in the field that knew this better than we do. And uh, so w we are based here in central Pennsylvania, and we uh, contacted some uh, nursing experts, some uh, uh, one of our bo uh, uh, advisory board members is a former chief nursing officer of a regional hospital here and uh, also provides consulting services to medical facilities all over the country. And uh, she came on as one of our key advisors. And uh, um, as we were developing this uh, platform, we wanted to make sure we were providing technologies that would be helpful to our nursing community, but we also wanted to develop information and resources that would be helpful to our nursing community. So we, uh, we, we were communicating on an ongoing basis both with our advisors and consultants and nurses in the area to make sure that what we were uh, intending to present was uh, compatible with what they were looking for. Now, one of, uh, of course, our, our president, Byron White, is Always here, on top of the latest trends, and he's a big, you know, he'll get on MySpace and he'll get into the social networking and see what's going on and see what the buzz is and, and hear what's going on. So I know that he had some questions for you too, Terry. Byron, what's happening over there? 
Well, pleasure to chat in. Uh, enjoying uh, the afternoon over here. I'm in Connecticut on the road doing a little social uh, business activity. <laughs> so uh, enjoying uh, the opportunity to be out on the road. I miss that opportunity. But this is an interesting discussion. I wanted to chime in and ask Terry a few questions. So in general, what is when, when you begin planning from ground zero, the, uh, the, the, the opportunity to launch a social network. What are the barometers for success that you have, and how do you, what are your drivers to achieve that success? Well, we are an, uh, uh, we're a business, and, and uh, ItLinks Corporation is uh, building these websites, which, as I said, sourced out of a kind of a different, uh, a different origin, I think, most social networks. But um, they, they all start someplace. They all seem to start from a desire to provide uh, a service that addresses the needs. And for us, we were in the medical field, um, but we were trying to provide the same sort of services that, that uh, uh, millions and millions of people have latched onto, the, the ability to interact and share information and, and uh, express themselves and, and be creative and build new relationships. Uh, you know, it was our focus to do that just with nurses, but uh, we decided to expand that into other areas. And the way that we're approaching that, Byron, is to uh, do some pretty serious uh, analysis of um, a, a variety of different niche categories. Uh, actually, uh, not just a variety, but hundreds, if not thousands of niche categories. And what we're trying to identify are communities um, that, that we, we believe have a need or, or have expressed a desire through various metrics to interact and to share. And, uh, of course, we would want that uh, community to have some size to it so that if we're going to build a platform uh, for them to uh, get involved in or build the website based on that platform, that there's going to be the numbers that are going to be able to support a community. But it doesn't have to be enormous. We don't need 160 million members in our community to be successful. Um, I think the uniqueness of what we're offering here is the ability for uh, – very much like-minded individuals, whether they be in a specific profession or in a specific hobby area, to come together and share information at both a personal and, uh, you know, and a professional level if that's applicable. But there needs to be, there needs to be some size uh, of a community in order to do that. But what we also want to do is once we've kind of identified some areas that uh, we think can be uh, viable both from size and from uh, uh, an advertising support, um, and we will have uh, advertising in, in our communities, but very focused, very targeted, uh, non-intrusive advertising supports to make these communities viable. But uh, we also, um, you know, we want to make sure that uh, these communities have what we call the propensity to interact online. And we've developed some uh, ways of measuring that. Um, we've got some analysis that we do that indicates whether people in these various uh, professions or special interest group uh, are, are, are kind of have the, uh, the the willingness or have demonstrated already, um, you know, uh, an interest in, in going online and, and becoming active and and if not being part of a community, um, showing that uh, they they could certainly be part of a community. How's the so as to the as to the goals and and the uh, you know the measure of success? Do you have a number in your head with with you know like how many members do you have in your community now? For example, just after literally weeks since you've since you've launched, 
Yeah, we and, just and, launched a few weeks ago, and we've been honestly part of our strategy is to is to grow slow. Uh, mm-hmm. What we don't want to do is is drive so many people to the website. And we are we do have a marketing plan in place. It's uh, we're certainly not. Um, sitting back and, and letting this happen, but we haven't been overly aggressive with it so that we don't drive so many people to the website in its early stages that there's just not uh, I- enough for them to interact around. And uh, so what we're doing is is we're, we're looking at kind of some some growth uh, metrics that uh, we're hoping to establish. But you know, right now we're at about 600 members in in the five or so weeks that we've been uh, up and running, and uh, we've got some. You you know, targeted growth plans through the uh, through the year, but I think each community is going to be different, uh, Byron. In in that, you know, there's there's uh, some statistics out there that say critical mass is a million page views, and we're certainly not looking at it that way. What what we're looking at is a community whose success is measured by you know uh, enough members to uh, have a vibrant experience when somebody comes online and to have a and to become engaged in the community and also uh, that that can be supported um, uh, through the revenues that the website generates that's the metric of success is is the community engaged is the community enjoying the services that we're providing and uh, you know can this community support itself that by the way congratulations on the 600 members that's a big group and that that's a social network by definition and as far as i'm concerned uh so that that's exciting tell me a little bit about your your plans for the future and you know, within the social networking space, you know, let's face it, you need to offer some value. Um, and it seems to me that you have a very, you know, niche audience here. Have you, do you have plans for very interesting creative rollouts like, you know, nurse job hunting or credential analysis or pay rate tools or other interesting items that would add some, some traction and some stickiness to the site? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can't go too far down the line in terms of in terms of what our specific plans are, but I can tell you that, and you hit on some uh, some very key factors there. For example, um, the nursing industry is is very um, interested in what's going on uh, in the job market. There, it is so competitive out there for qualified nurses that it, it can be bloody sometimes. And, um, you know, recruiters are constantly looking for good people. But nurses are also also looking for opportunities that, uh, you know, can, you know, maximize their job satisfaction and the and to, for them to be compensated uh, at the level that, that they deserve to be. And so to that end, we are, um, we are developing some, uh, some, some job search tools, and we're looking into some partners for that. We also want to get into, uh, with them, continuing education. Nurses have to be reevaluated on a regular basis, and they have to stay up to speed with what's going on in their industry. It's a constantly evolving and, and changing the medical field, and they have to be studying all the time. Uh, going to school for nurses really never stops, and we want to provide the resources for them. Uh, what's interesting about that is that's certainly not going to to be available for every community because not every community is going to have those unique needs. And we're trying to evaluate each community on its own merits. They'll all have the 
basic functionality of blogging and forums and uh, articles and news feeds and some of the standard uh, uh, features offered on a social network, but we will also be developing um, uh, resources that each community may have a particular or unique need for, such as uh, continuing education for nurses. Hmm. I just this this idea just landed upon me, and I'm sure you've thought of it before. But uh, within the social category, if you will, there's certainly power in numbers, right? Is power when people can vote on something or, or share their opinion about something. What about what about having your your even your your core 600 people, you know, rank and rate the hospitals that they're working in? That that's interesting. Um, we 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 had contacted a, a local hospital here uh, in our planning stages, and and one of the things that had happened, uh, Byron, was that they had just circulated a memo um, that I guess came from management. Uh, talking to their their staff about participating on social networks, I think it was particularly <laughs> MySpace because uh, you know it's it's open forum when, mm-hmm. when people get out there. It's they want to talk about what they do and uh, what their experience is, and I think uh, certain institutions, whether they be medical or not, are probably maybe feel a little bit concerned that some information may get out there that uh, may not be uh, particularly flattering. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I think, and we're starting out by the way with uh, doing some polls and surveys within the site that are more general in nature. Um, I, I think uh, we, we want to do is, is definitely address what the community indicates it wants to address. And if there are um, some, some evaluations that the community has indicated that they are interested in, uh, we're certainly open to that. Um, we, we don't want to be restrictive. And if, if we're going to put a poll up there ranking hospitals, that's certainly a, a possibility. Um, although, uh, you know, I think there, there may be a little bit of reticence, but you never know. It, it's, sometimes it's a follow-the-leader game. And uh, one final question before we take a break here, and then uh, I think uh, uh, I need to chime out due to lack of uh, number of lines coming in. But um, the, uh, the, as the saying goes in the social networking world, controversy can sell, right? Absolutely. Have, are you are you bracing that reality, and are you actually developing marketing plans, you know, around the the, the controversial issues that might uh, drive attention to to your site? Well, in in as far as the nursing site in particular, we want to make sure that if it's relevant to the nursing industry, it's addressed on our site. And we, for example, have developed content just recently that, uh, that talks to the, the issue of substance abuse in the nursing community. And we, we had talked to um, some of what we call category experts. We do have um, uh, people that we're working with, and we will for each of our websites, who are going to be monitoring the activity on the site purely to make sure that uh, anybody's uh, issues that need to be addressed are being addressed and they're there for consultation. But we were told that, you know, that's something that that uh, that needs to be spoken about, and that and that the nursing community is is not going to be shy or reticent about talking about. And it, mm-hmm. it but it, but at the same time, we've also talked, Byron, about the possibility of developing whole communities around what would be considered controversial issues. And while we haven't nailed those down, we've specifically and almost uh, quoting you talked uh, about in those terms. You know, it mm-hmm. does. The fact that an issue is controversial mean that it shouldn't have the ability or we shouldn't provide the ability for people to, uh, to interact and discuss that online with the same resources that others do. 
I, I call those controversies uh, something that reminds me of a paper that I wrote in college, and that is an essentially contested concept. <laughs> where you yep. where you throw like even the word democracy, for example, is is contested in that many different people have in different interpretations of of what democracy means. Uh, but with regards to the substance abuse, I don't know why this popped in my head, but it's a question for you. So you know, nurses very often work you know strange shifts. Sometimes you know several days at a time with a day off or these unusual shifts. When they get off work, they also fall into very odd patterns in that, you know, what may be a normal Friday night at, you know, uh, 6 p.m. for most of the world, um, their their Friday may, night may start at, you know, 6 a.m. on Tuesday, right? Sure. And they're excited to go out with their friends, right? But guess what? All their friends in the normal world are at work, right? So how do you, or sleep probably. So, can you can you imagine your network revolving around that and having different shifts, if you will, that are more related to a nursing schedule? In other words, can you recreate that world of how they work in your social network? Well, that that's interesting. That's that kind of almost skews towards the whole issue of virtual worlds. Although we're not mm-hmm. talking about our community actually living in and acting virtually online, but uh, certainly we do want our nurses to um, um, find others that are in the same situations. And um, I don't know what sort of resources we could provide for them that are unique to their shift work, but certainly if they're sharing a particular. Um, uh, job responsibilities if they're in ER or if they're a uh, you know a pediat- pediatric nurse or if they're in you know neonatal division that they have the opportunity to interact each other what time of the day they do that and whether we could set up groups that that are actually and and by the way we will have groups functionality that we'll be rolling out and and that very well may evolve around um, particular job shifts or particular institutions or particular job categories. So uh, that could turn into a scenario that you're describing. 7 a.m. cocktail hour. What do you say? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we, wanna, we, we believe we'll have responsible nurses in, the, uh, in, in our community and, and well, they will, we, uh, you know, be uh, doing the things they're supposed to do. Well, let's take a break and then back to the rest of the half of the show with Melanie. I really enjoyed this. Thanks very much for joining us today, Terry. Thanks, Byron. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound, while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. 
once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media. PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help you thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new Fangle Plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our Performance Rewards Program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtones, hell, we got them all. Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy, you'll be squealing like a pig. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Incredibly entertaining. I want to ask you a question that comes with controversy. Oh, now you're really tapping into it, Byron. See, now you get a chance to ask all the questions that you always wanted to know. Even better, this is going to be podcasts so we can listen and laugh later. This is one of your favorite things. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Tiger, tiger, tiger. Yeah, no question. I think it was tiger, 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 tiger. <laughs> he is the name. I mean, he is what golf is uh, resting on right now. <laughs> I think he's a great team player. He did buy his wife a new yacht. Yeah, well, for that team, he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know Melanie Mayer on Life Tips. Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. Only on webmasterradio.fm. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Melanie and I'm back with our social networking topic today and we're, we're talking a little bit about the emerging social networking sites and how it's really beneficial for not only your career but your company. And w- one of the ways that it's sort of infiltrating the business world, if you will, is through conferences, um, which is actually a really interesting dynamic that 
we're getting to see firsthand here. I mean, we've done virtual conferences. Uh, obviously, you meet people when you go to conferences. But one of the new things is these online social networking sites that are popping up in conference trade shows online before you actually get to the conference. And here to talk to us a little bit about that today is Karen Vogel, founder and president of New Generation Event Solutions. Welcome, Karen. Hello, Melanie. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Well, Karen and I have worked together for a while now. Karen um, and New Generation Event Solutions um, are the producers of the country's largest business-to-business conference and marketplace for women professionals that's actually coming to Boston in a couple weeks. And one of the great things, so before we even get into that, Karen, tell us a little bit about the Women's Congress and what's going on with New Generation Event Solutions. Sure. Uh, We created this conference uh, many months ago, last year, and uh, Mary Straub, who's my business partner, and I uh, searched around for events and really discovered that there was a missing gap in education for women professionals for really good, solid business building, leadership, technology, finance skills. And so we created a conference and exhibition uh, the largest event so that we could offer this education to women and provide them with the sourcing for products and services to actually carry out what they learn in the conference program. So one of the things that you guys did was create this Women Connect, yes. which anybody who has registered for this conference got an email that offered you an opportunity to log on to this Women Connect social network and actually meet other attendees at the conference before you even get there. Correct, and it it certainly works like uh, much like Match.com, where you put in your own profile and you actually put in who you're looking for to meet at the event, and it matches you with everyone attending, and that includes speakers, attendees, exhibitors, sponsors, and the media, and it gives you instant real-time matches to people that you can connect with through email. You can also create your own blogs or chat rooms on the site, and you can schedule appointments right on the show floor during the event. What was the process behind putting something like this together? Kind of walk us through how the idea came about. Was it from keynotes? Was it a demand from registrants? How did all of this come to fruition? Uh, For the Women Connect you're talking about? Uh, it really, it's a growing area within the overall event business is how do you connect people at an event. You know, anyone who has been to a big trade show or large conference knows that meeting people at the event is all by chance. So there has been an, uh, a lot of uh, software emerging in this market to help attendees connect to it better. What we do at New Generation is help to really market and uh, get people to adopt the program well so that you do have a lot of people connecting and using the, the software beforehand and then making it easy for them to connect on site. Uh, we were speaking to recently someone who said, yeah, I used an online uh, uh, matching service before a conference, and it was great. I got to connect to a couple of people before the event, and then when I got there, I was in a room of 500 people, and I couldn't find them. So we know that it's difficult to uh, connect on site if, unless you bring the whole program uh, to the event itself. So we will have networking lounges at the end of uh, aisles that are numbered and some are sponsored so that you can find people and schedule appointments and know where to meet them on site. We'll have 
table sponsors at the luncheon, so people can say, meet me at the Deloitte table, meet me at the AIG table at the, at the uh, luncheon. How do you track the success of something like this? We, well, we actually have uh, 35% to 40% of all of our registrants using the system, which is more than double uh, the industry average of a software like this. And one thing that we will do with Women Connect is keep it going all year round so that attendees can keep connecting. And as we move our event, we will be taking the Women's Congress to other cities across the country. The women in the Northeast that participate from the Boston event will also be able to start connecting to women in Miami and L.A. and across the country and world. So it's... Now, the Women's Congress, is it going national? It is a national conference, correct? It is a national event, yes. And so we will be... if I'm in Boston, I can talk to one of the keynotes who might be appearing at the Miami conference? Correct. If they're participating in Women Connect, you can certainly connect and speak to them online. And that way, you know, we really want Women Connect to be a... Uh, a year-round way to connect with people and then have that face-to-face opportunity with the event. Many social networking or business networking sites like LinkedIn and so many other ones that have grown don't have that face-to-face element. Mm -hmm. So we're really doing both to make it both much stronger, make the event stronger by helping people to connect beforehand and schedule it so it's not by chance that you meet someone at the event. It's more scientific. And then on the other hand, uh, you know, having the people that come to the event know that there's this service that will continue well beyond the event. Well, what's interesting, too, and what I like about this is that because the conference is in Boston, you know you're going to meet people in Boston. And when the conference goes to Miami, you know you're going to meet people in Miami. So, you're, you know, these are easy follow-ups. You, can have, you actually can have lunch with somebody or meet for dinner uh, you know, corporate dinner event or something afterwards because you know you're all in the same area or at least there's a good shot you are. Yes, and then the other side of that is many people in the area said every time we go to a local event, I see the same people. So now they get to connect with people that aren't too far away and they can still meet with in Connecticut, New York, and New Hampshire and so on. And they can meet with them online if, if they are a little bit further away. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Women's Congress this uh, end of this month and hear a little bit more about what's going on with the show, uh, keynotes, speakers, and ways to connect. We'll be right back. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types, hooker, escort, hookup, into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes, one click, great results. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. 
baby. Textlinkads.com. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on genieknows.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, genieknows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. Genieknows has delivered results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Welcome to the Daily Search Cast. Oh, sorry, sorry. A small child is running in to tell me dinner's ready. Yeah. No, you. I'm on the phone right now. <laughs> no, you can tell me. <laughs> no, not right now. But I'll talk to you in a minute. And that was my oldest son just coming in the middle of the show. But don't worry about that. I'll go to. I'll go to dinner after that. The Daily Search Cast with Danny Sullivan. Monday through Thursdays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. And if you missed any of this week's shows, check out the Daily Search Cast Week in Review. Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Cyberspace, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. It's ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical. You'll go out of your Vulcan mind. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everyone. It's Melanie, and I'm back today with Karen Vogel, founder and president of New Generation Event Solutions. And uh, New Generation Event Solutions is the producers of um, the Women's Congress, which is one of the country's largest business-to-business conference and marketplace for women that is a national conference coming to Boston soon and then uh, hopefully in a city near you. And one of the things that the Women's Congress has initiated is what's called Women Connect, an online, um, quote, social networking, unquote, if you will, or as Karen referred to it, very similar to a match.com, where you can actually find uh, other people in the um, in the conference, talk to keynotes, and set up schedules prior to actually getting to the conference. So it's a great networking opportunity. And Karen, what I want to know is, you know, we do these things because we're hoping that they lead to a better career path. We're trying to leverage something within ourselves personally or professionally. Right. What's the success rate of this? Well, you know, as uh, I mentioned earlier, we have uh, had so many people, we have hundreds of women participating in Women Connect already and Mm -hmm. making connections. And it's not only to advance your career, it's also to form new partnerships, form new friends, uh, grow your business in different areas, reach out to new women that could be mentors. So mm-hmm. you can use Women Connect for a lot of different reasons and get a lot of benefits out of it. And what's great about this is that, as you pointed out earlier, you not only talk to other exhibitors or other visitors to the event, but you're also getting in touch with the keynote speakers, the panelists, people who are delivering the information that you're actually going to hear at the conference. Right. Um, so tell, now that being said, tell us a little bit about the conference and why we're putting it together and what the background is here. Uh, yes. Uh, the conference is a two-day event. 
and it opens up each day with a keynote speaker. On Thursday, we actually have two leading speakers, and that's Sharon Allen, who's the chairman of the board of Deloitte, and Touche, and Maria Otero, who's CEO and president of Axion International. On Friday, we have a rare public appearance in the area of Sheila C. Johnson, who is the, was the co-founder of Black Entertainment Television and now is founder of Salamander Hospitality and uh, a holding company that owns many sports franchises in the D.C. area, including the most successful WNBA team. And she, uh, as well as she, uh, Sharon and uh, Maria, will open up the show for the first hour. And that is free to all attendees and conferees, whether you're going to the marketplace or the conference. Then the show, the marketplace will open all day, and we will have several hundred exhibitors in the show floor who will be providing services, products, consulting, finance, technology, and also lifestyle products and services for women. And at the same time, we'll have a concurrent conference program. And it, the conference program is incredible in itself. We have, uh, we will have over a hundred speakers and more C-level, you know, senior, senior level women speaking at our conference than we believe anywhere in the country. And it will be an action-packed two days of mm-hmm. sessions. We'll have over 70 sessions presented over two days. And they're, they're, they're done in track, so explain the, the track angle a little bit. Yes. Even though we are broad and for the first time in our event, and part of our uh, vision was to bring together corporate women, business owners, new entrepreneurs, nonprofit, and educators, we knew that we needed to develop a program specific to their career. So our track is developed in, in business growth and startup strategies, another one for corporate women on more leadership and technology for them, finance, more personal finance. And then the last one is the nonprofit track and really building your nonprofit like a business. Absolutely, absolutely. And so what's next for the conference? And what's next in terms of? In terms of after Boston. Oh, <laughs> when you say the conference, I only, I only think of a small part of the it. event because <laughs> it really is a conference and exhibition. Uh, we will be taking the event to Miami, and that will be held in January of 2008, January 24th and 25th. And the next uh, venue will be New York City, on in May of 2008, and then we're looking at other venues for the fall. So, and coming back to Boston as well in uh, 2008. And I think it's important to point out here that just because the name is the Women's Congress, there are men attending. There are men. There are some men who are actually panelists. Am I uh, wrong about actually, that? there's a lot of men attending. It was <laughs> interesting when we started to market this that we had quite a few calls from men saying, "Can I attend?" Our whole goal was to develop this program as a very strong business-to-business conference and exhibition, whether it was for men, you know, it could be for men or women. Mm -hmm. However, the conference does touch upon areas that we felt that women needed to be better educated, which was on the finance and technology side, but also what they embrace more, which is on the human resource and employee side, uh, sales and marketing, cause marketing. So we included both sides of that for, <laughs> for women. But men are attending. We do have a lot of women 
uh, owned businesses exhibiting in the show. That's and great. so we'll have a lot of men attending the marketplace to do business with them as well. That's great. That's great. So we talked a lot today about uh, Women Connect and about uh, social networking groups, both um, for businesses and also in conferences like the Women's Congress. Karen, just overall, give me your thoughts on social networking sites in general. Uh, you know, I think that they're still evolving. And I know that several, I've used LinkedIn, some of the other products out there. I still think that the social networking tends to lack that face-to-face that's needed and why we're in the event business to begin with because you can't replace face-to-face. So I think that it will be interesting to see how Women Connect evolves with that interaction on site and then how it takes off after the event. And I think that you'll see a lot more um, with Women Connect and kind of leading that charge uh, so that, you know, you get more value out of it. (laughs) All right, great. Well, listen, this has been a very, very informational show. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you who will be in Boston, we look forward to seeing you at the end of the month. Uh, For more information, Karen, tell them it's the Women's Congress. Yes, it's the Women's Congress, T-H-E, W-O-M-E-N-S-C-O-N-G-R-E-S-S.com, thewomenscongress.com on March 29th and 30th. And please pre-register. You can go right on site, (laughs) online. Awesome. And just a reminder to everybody listening, there is no live show next week. Webmaster Radio will be streaming Ecom Expo, so we'll look forward to all of those. And we will see you all in two weeks. Thanks for joining us.